0: Welcome back to another episode of When Opportunity Knocks, a Triple H production. Although today, it's only two H's.
1: <laughs> a double H.
0: Uh, a double H day. <laughs> I love it. Um. <laughs> I'm Andrew, sorry. And, and I'm was my dog. Yes. <laughs> what are we talking about today, my love?
1: Today I thought we would talk about space, the final frontier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> space exploration and space, the final frontier. I yeah. like
1: that. Yeah, we like space.
0: Star Trek.
1: Yeah, it started with Star Trek Star Wars at a young age
0: hmm I love that. You know who else loves Star Trek? Bezos.
1: Everyone? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bezos loves Star Trek. He actually he uh that's where he got the idea for uh Alexa. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. But uh
1: That's why he took William Shatner up into space?
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean they kinda look like they were buds from before or something. I don't know, it's weird, but um he also is the founder of blue origin Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know this yeah i'm not sure if our listeners (laughs) do what do you know about uh about bezos and his empire of blue origin
1: well i mean not anything specific to blue origin but just sort of more of a general thing about um space tourism and how that's heading i know that it's had a lot of uh negative review from people because they say it's just the the rich showing off their wealth and getting to do these things that the average person can't and it it's a mm. just a spotlight on the glaring inequalities because I mean they're talking millions and billions of dollars.
0: Okay, I could see that but I mean what do you think of inequality though? It doesn't really show there. I think if we, if we really look at our lives in the 21st century, we're living like kings would have dreamed of in the 18th century,
1: right? Those <laughs> who can afford it. Some people can't afford their food.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right about that.
1: <laughs> Let alone like a $10 million ticket to... Hang out in space for five hours and then touch back down. Is that all it is? I'm not sure. I can't remember. But I do know it wasn't very long. Jeez. Yeah.
0: I thought it would be f- like a full orbit. I guess that doesn't probably take long. Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, that's just around that's just around Earth. Right? Yeah. Just wait until, you know, we're exploring <laughs> even, past, even past Mars. You know, I mean, Hubble is, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean... It's getting exciting, we're in exciting times,
1: yeah. And they do want to start like the, the lunar habitat. And uh, um, there is talk of like a floating hotel that orbits the planet, like the space station, but for tourists, not for scientific research. Crazy, yeah.
0: Actually, I've seen something that it's like Elysium, Mm-hmm. yeah. they, they even even dirt, you know, they, they, like. All man made.
1: Yeah. Just orbit.
0: Yeah. That is amazing. I can't even wait. I don't know. Is that gonna be in our time frame? Is that like I know we plan to live hundreds of years, but yeah. <laughs> if God forbid we only have a an average lifespan. I mean, is that is that possible in our
1: I mean they're trying to make it, so I would think so.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that.
1: I mean, the lunar habitats, they're trying to have ready for 2030 and they want people on Mars in the 2030s. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, 10 years away from now.
0: Yeah, and the moon. The yeah. moon, Megan, they have to like, fill up. Yeah. The hub.
1: Well, and they want like a lunar habitat. So a moon base mm-hmm. where people are actually mining, studying, researching, pulling out resources for Earth. Being a resource for Earth.
0: Jesus. It sounds uh, dirty. What do you think about what <laughs> we've done to, like, this planet? Now now we're going to another planet strictly for, like, mining. Because there's nothing else on Mars. There's nothing else. There's nothing else on Mars. What the fuck else is there? Maybe a, a picture of possibly a rock-shaped face? <laughs> you know? Or, or uh... What, what is this? Uh, that... That doorway.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could have
0: been I don't know. Some of these pictures.
1: (laughs) Well, I think the big thing... Like, I was reading uh, an article that was posted on the World Economic Forum website. And uh, it had, like, little excerpts from Stephen Hawking and also, like, a few ideas from Elon Musk. And a lot of it is based around... um, there is an Oxford philosopher saying that there is a one in six chance of human extinction in our, time li- in our lifetime. Oh, shit. And this can be from, like, you know, a natural phenomena of an asteroid hitting Earth, which is why they're trying to use man-made objects to change uh, an asteroid's orbit. Like, we watched that video of that NASA satellite hitting that asteroid and it did oh. knock it out of orbit
0: it did it yeah. did it, it, i mean we didn't know that for like what a day or two yeah it took them a while <laughs> yeah but i mean it, it was like it went to we well, could see the asteroid getting closer and then right. it just impacted and it just went black it wasn't very exciting at all it's not what no. i thought was gonna
1: happen <laughs> I didn't think So either, but yeah. then i guess like i mean it's, of we course it's really the camera it, it right? off, yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think our expectations were a little... Yeah, farther. well,
0: I, what, our knowledge base is based on movies? Yeah. <laughs> like, worst case scenario? It's
1: seen a bunch of different angles. Like, one camera, you got <laughs> yeah, one angle. Yeah, and, uh <laughs> And just, like, you know, our own disasters. There's been talk of nuclear war recently. There's been a lot of active volcanoes and and extreme weather patterns this year. And mm. it could just get worse and not better, which is... The most likely. So, what these people are saying, this uh, Dr. Toby Ord, the philosopher, and uh, a lot of his things are based on, like, what Stephen Hawking and Elon Musk are saying, that being multiplanetary is a way of saving the human species. Because if we're all contained on one planet, we literally all have our all eggs. our eggs in one, one basket. basket yeah. geez. Oh, man. So, being multiplanetary, and if something happens on Earth, like... In the meantime, there's not gonna be much of a of us gathered on Mars and and not very many resources, but the chances of long term it would be Yeah. The chances of humans carrying on are is much higher. Jesus. So they're thinking that way.
0: I mean that's great, but Kate, can you say that statistic again? That was one in six? Yeah. Jesus.
1: That's pretty high.
0: One because in six it's chances that, like, that we're just going to be extinct. wiped out.
1: Yeah. Well, it's saying that most mammals, and I'm not sure where this statistic comes from, but it's saying that most mammals have an average species life of a million years. So we're nowhere near that as humans, but mm. we are also fairly advanced. So our technology can work for us or against us. Like we've used it to build weapons of mass destruction. That could destroy all of us.
0: Never mind Not so that. smart. The, the, apparently, vehicles, cows, and yeah. everything alone—just so many things that we use in our day-to-day lives that are just screwing it all up.
1: And now the big thing with AI and becoming self-aware—like—is there going to be malevolent AI? Are we? Are they trying <laughs> to destroy us? Like, Shit. you know, things like that. And if we're on two different planets, it's much harder. I mean, the more planets you're on, the better chances of survival. So that's where a lot of this thinking is coming from, is just keeping the human species going longer than we would have had if we all just stayed put and kept doing what we were doing.
0: Okay, but there's better planets. Why do you think, like, our best hope is Mars?
1: Well, because it's the closest right now. It's Mm. clearly not the best, but (laughs) it is the best we have right now. It's the That's next scary, one over. That's scary, because
0: I just think about the the temperature there. What was it, 255? Yeah, minus 255. Yeah. <laughs> we we like the cold. Well, I mean, we can stand the cold. We can stand cold. In, but, in like, Canada. minus 40 no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right? Holy shit. I mean, I don't know. I don't but know. But
1: going the other way, if you think about it, going... Closer to the sun, the next planet is Venus, and those temperatures are just boiling. Like we just, we so wouldn't be able to survive there there's either. Just, there's no, there's no substitute for Earth, but we're trying close to by. Make
0: one. Close by, from my understanding, I don't know yeah. how many light years away, but um, there there are dwarf planets that they're like identical to us. Yeah, they are not, discovering more obviously and more. Not the mass of yeah. lands. The same shapes but yeah much uh, there's a lot of similarities mm-hmm. and i i don't know i feel like maybe mars maybe there's a different agenda going on there like it's maybe maybe not for colonization maybe it's for just mining yeah, and making mining money and <laughs> yeah, maybe just maybe that's why there're billions of dollars I, I i looked i looked up some statistics on the money actually the aspect of that and it's it's wild, it's like uh yeah the okay the u s spent two hundred well with inflation adjusted mm-hmm. nowadays, right, two hundred and eighty eight billion dollars in nineteen sixty nine just to reach the moon, shit you know well the there, technology there was a lot wasn't great it. back yeah. then, yeah, so yeah.
1: the money is is discovering that technology, which now we have and can advance it better.
0: Oh yeah, in two to three years, uh Elon will have it down to about ten million.
1: Which is pretty good.
0: That's fucking incredible. Compared to NASA's cost of four point one billion. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the difference there is just staggering. Yeah. I can't well when it's it. government
1: spending versus your own money. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? I mean how many people are getting paid in between you know saying yes into the actual launch yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy
1: well I think having like an economic view of space isn't necessarily the worst like it creates jobs it gives people I don't know like I just some people might not want to, but I know that there are tons of people that would want to be the first people somewhere
0: oh to set definitely up. I I definitely well you know
1: yeah I would do that. Yeah, I'm one of those people that's like, oh, I'll be on the fourth or fifth trip when you guys <laughs> work out a few kinks, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I see the money aspect, uh, you know, the economy will stop fucking up our planet, number one. And, uh, you know, we'll start fucking weighing it down with all the <laughs> all, all the metals and the the, the minerals we're going to bring back because that's the real goal here. After hearing all that about the asteroid with like, what was it, seventy four? No, it's not right. It's in the, tr- it's in. I think it's in the hundreds of trillions of dollars worth of gold in this fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, right? I mean, I don't know. And, no, it's and it's they crazy. say that like that that one's coming close to us by twenty thirty one, I think, and it's. I think they said 85 miles long. Now, keep this in mind. It only takes six, a six-mile-long object to hit Earth to fucking completely destroy it. (laughs) So...
1: So this is a little bit bigger. Yeah, a smidge.
0: (laughs) Quite a bit bigger. And, like, that would... I mean, there's a lot of shit in space that we need to like be aware of that we were unaware of you know what i mean there's so mm-hmm. many things out there that we just don't know about like this this fucking asteroid that's 85 meters long we or 85 miles long yeah. we i think was discovered in the last few years I, I don't quote me on that i don't know the exact date unfortunately but when you think of that <sighs> And all of this radiation and, like, there's so many, like, things to us sur- or to our survival mm-hmm. that we have to overcome to even start thinking about, you know, the money aspect, I think. If, if number one priority is, like, okay, we need to go to space to ensure that, you know, we survive, I think mean, that should just be the thing. Like, let's get that going.
1: Well, and that technology would be helpful, too. So the technology that we need in space, like we watched a movie about space last night where their uh, carbon dioxide filter had been damaged. Oh, shit. And so they're outputting all that carbon dioxide that can't be removed from the air. So dealing with things like that can help us not only survive in space, but heal this planet.
0: Also the data collecting through those oopsies mm-hmm.
1: yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, I know that hard. one was on a movie,
0: but yeah <laughs> I'm sure there's been a ton of them since what what when did we start going into space here
1: like the 50s
0: Yeah, I think it was yeah 1957 1957 like mid mid 20th century, right? We it's really started going there and that was those that was with the spotnik satellite. Mm-hmm. You know, launched by the Soviet Union, by the way, which is very cool. I actually have another fun fact for you oh, that you might not know, and and our listeners, the first human to go into space was Yuri Gagarin. Gagarin, Gagarin. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm butchering that. I I know it. G a g a r i n. Gagarin. Gar-gar-y. I don't know how to say that. But, uh, yeah, he was... uh, That was also launched by the Soviet Union for a uh, one-orbit journey around Earth, and that was on 1961, uh, April 12. Um, So, another fun little fact for you. (laughs) The first piece of equipment, 1957. The first human, 1961. So we know of right now. Mm -hmm. I still hold strong to my theory about civilizations rising to a certain level and then demolishing themselves or being demolished mm. so but that's another podcast
1: say what you really mean <laughs> you think Egyptians have been in space Yes, yeah,
0: damn right I do <laughs> you know, I 100% I believe that There, there's just there's so many things like even there's their sense of like uh energy and electricity and they were just so fucking advanced, and we we were just digging into the, the top of it, you know? I don't know. I just think they, they, they do a lot more than I think uh, people give them credit for. But,
1: yeah,
0: yeah my, my couple fun facts there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I have a question. Do you think life in space would be hostile and miserable, or do you think it would be more exciting and you're you know tackling a new challenge mm,
0: well when you put the frontier at the beginning of it mm-hmm. at the beginning of it the final frontier i mean saying the final part i'm like shit. You yeah know.
1: probably not the final frontier <laughs> but the new frontier the new
0: frontier is it hostile or is it enriching environment type thing huh it's going to be fucking brutal. <laughs> it's going to be brutal.
1: Yeah. Well, when you think about, like, the frontier life when people
0: moved. Oh, my God. And that here was, yeah. in the
1: Dust Bowl. And it was just new. Even new land on the same planet was a lot for them. And there was a lot of people that didn't like it. Because it is really hard work. And it's not for everyone. It
0: didn't even survive the, what, carriage rides, the boat rides, yeah. you know, all sorts of shit. And these are just on, on lands that, you know, apparently we've been familiar with for quite a long time as humans Thousands right <laughs> so i mean yeah i think it's gonna be absolutely fucking brutal i mean i watched uh, elon explaining a little bit about it and he's like wow <laughs> like majority of the people aren't even gonna make the trip mm-hmm. just to there and it's not even that long of a trip what what is it again?
1: It's like a hundred and fifty some days. Yeah. So it is like six months. Yeah.
0: It's and it's not the time frame; it's the all the shit that can happen in between, mm-hmm. just taking off there. to yeah. exiting the atmosphere, to I, I, shit. I don't know what they what SpaceX all like has to execute and drop or whatever. Yeah, I don't sure. really know yet, but uh, there's a lot of steps, and that's just to start. Your journey. That's like that's like driving out of your driveway, you know. Mm-hmm. Going through all the bullshit in the suburbs and then getting on the highway. You're like, yeah, freedom, <laughs> right? Is and shit. I just, I think it's going to be absolutely brutal. Mm-hmm. I think uh best way would probably to just be send humans to, or it's not humans, just send uh, robots, right? Some yeah. kind of, well... Shit, he's making the humanoids too. Yeah. So, I but mean, then saying, we're not
1: really multiplanetary. If we're just no,
0: no, people. I'm saying to, to for the setup.
1: Yeah.
0: For the setup, so that it's less severe. Because, like I said, just the travel. Now, when you get past the travel, you get down onto Mars. You get to think, holy shit, how many steps am I gonna have now? <laughs> you gotta set up. You gotta set up a camp. I mean, and that's after you ensure that you're alive right you're live you have communications you know you, you know exactly where you are you know your terrain and then you can start working on a camp right yeah. but the and, and just doing all that i think with the everything that's going on in the world we can see right away that you know it's going to be tough to even survive that so i i just i think it's damn near an impossible task for us but i think with web 3 and where everything's going with uh, the internet and uh, transferring uh, um, like energy and uh, well power from planet to planet, which is the Tesla's theories and uh, and designs actually that fucking worked. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think with all that we 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 have we have the right tools. We just need the proper implementation, and I just I'm not confident in. Well, I think starting uh...
1: at the moon, like they're doing, is pretty smart. So it's a lot closer. I can't focus with Lady Chewing on whatever she's chewing on. (laughs) Um, And, like, practicing to build the habitats in in a fast manner. So, like, you land, you get on your suit, you get set up, and then Mm -hmm. you set up an emergency place, Mm -hmm. and then start building the base.
0: That's beautiful. That'd be like the, uh, well, the 3D printers. I mean, that's Mm. a genius, surefire way to get that going. You can use... Um, the the minerals that are just kicking around just on the, on the top soil, I guess you'd say. I yeah. don't know the the top grade of Mars, and then just like pump that shit through, and and there is water source still within a lot of that uh, grade or dirt mm-hmm. or whatever. So I mean maybe there's a way to uh, you know suck that out and pump it back in and get that a uh, type of concrete going on there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like that, yeah, that's a really good idea because you could practice here on land, which we're doing with the three D printers. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah.
1: Okay, I have another question?
0: I hope I got a good answer. Did mm-hmm. I even answer the first one right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I should come up it. for some. I should come up <laughs> with some questions for you. <laughs>
1: um, do you think the space race is going to deplete Earth's resources by nations sort of competing against each other? To get out there, or do you think it's going Whoa, to be more say that say that again? Okay. Do you think the space race mm-hmm. like we yeah, have yeah, before but yeah. one, one now is going to ruin Earth's atmospheres mm-hmm. by people depleting them, trying to get them and hoard them? Mm-hmm. Or do you think it's gonna be more of a, a cooperative and can like <sighs> effort, an effort together, to get there together?
0: Shit. That's a really good question, and I, I feel like the answer is pretty obvious. Um, as it stands right now, we live in a world where we have been separated, mm-hmm. and we have been going, we have been trying these things, and we haven't doing it separately, and it doesn't seem to be working. When you think about it, we all had to be locked in our homes for like four months or majority anyways to shut the the uh, ozone the or giant fucking hole in our ozone layer that's just letting shit come in, come out, whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it has been working. So I think our best shot would be to work together. I don't think it's a one-corporation industry. Mm-hmm. I think um, the first pioneers... <laughs> Virgin, Blue Origin, and SpaceX... SpaceX. <laughs> And every one of these spaceships looks like a phallus. It does. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's obvious that it needs to be a group effort. It can't be just a one corporation, uh, the one corporation, or the, these front, uh, you know, the the pilgrims of space. <laughs> There's got to be a way cooler name for that because that sucks. Probably. Yeah.
1: Super troopers. <laughs> nice. Storm troopers, <laughs> Super troopers. Super troopers. <laughs> born <in> space meow. <laughs> yeah.
0: But no, I, I think that uh, they they will reap the benefits at first, and if we're not careful, they will control that because they will control um, the flights, mm-hmm. they will control the landings, they will control the buildings with what on there, right? Because yeah. As somebody who knows nothing of it, and you're going there, um, you're going to need a place to stay, right? So I think uh, if we're not careful, it could be a giant monopoly. And with the minerals that are out and about, I think uh, that could easily be a a massive takeover by just one entity. And that's fucking, that's a little scary. So I think, yeah... um, We need to work together. I've always said that and that's probably gonna be the only way to achieve almost the best things and the fastest things achieved. Yeah. Have been that when worked with a group. Right?
1: Yeah, I think that's the best way too. Sharing resources and sharing just manpower. Mm -hmm. So I think having the UN involved and having like space laws and because mm-hmm.
0: four point one billion dollars for launch is out of the fucking question. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: but we work together, share resources, and like country to country, like the moon should be, like no one should own that. That should be shared space that we're all using for a common collective. And that's oh, we do for nightlife. Right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: definitely how Mars should be started as well. A collective of people going there to work together to do this for the earth and not for an individual nation or corporation
0: an individual greed Mm -hmm. it's for the the masses i like it should be
1: for the benefit of humanity if this is like their main you know a main reason of wanting to be there is to give humanity a better chance it should be a humanitarian effort. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Humanitarian effort. That, yeah. I mean, that'll be the new the new thing, right? Yeah. But instead of going to Haiti <laughs> and building a little hut, you'll be going to fucking Mars and bringing back some pockets full of minerals. Mm, and for the a humanity. <laughs> 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 Fuck.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know. I don't know if you can give it the right spin if, if the main thing is to, like, shovel up a bunch of minerals and come back for it or come back with it sorry.
1: yeah but that i mean eventually that's yeah they're probably going to want to do that but eventually it should be to establish a colony you know and it-
0: actually i guess i guess you could spin it the right way like every every pocket you know helps How many or countless pockets at home? (laughs) Right? I don't know.
1: (laughs) And it's also kind of like interesting that right now it's a desolate planet. So we could use it to test new technologies for space or even uh, um, they touched on this a little bit in the movie we watched last night too. Sending microbial life. Like they were talking about Mm -hmm. LJ. So things like that and watching how it grows from the start. Like it could give us answers to questions about where we came from and and better understand how we were formed and even create new life there mm. not just human but bring the stuff with us and see how it interacts <laughs> well even finding
0: there. um more samples of life there because mm-hmm. those samples could literally be the key to us living
1: longer. hundreds
0: and hundreds of years longer
1: yeah. longer better
0: yeah yeah, and not be, like, completely robotic in the process, right? You know, like, yeah, very interesting. I think, man, there's so many possibilities. And now you got me thinking about medical aspect of everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, first off, there's the medical aspect of, like, shit, what do we do if something happens out there? you are kind of just screwed, right? Right? Well, that's was, why you
1: should always send a doctor.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even from that, I mean, you gotta be you need the right
1: equipment.
0: Yeah, the right surrounding for you to be injured that you can actually be helped. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, but shit, I lost my train of thought. I got stuck on the
1: medical technology. Yes,
0: medical technology and where that can lead and what advances we can have from that because <laughs> Just from mapping like a little bit of the universe, we've now discovered, well not we, I mean like doctors have discovered that there's a lot of similarities to the mapping of the universe as there is to our brains. mm mm-hmm. A human brain, which well, yeah, is that amazing.
1: Just, that just takes me back to the point I made before where the technologies that we can use in space, like a, a carbon dioxide filter and things like that. So now we're talking about... medical technologies that are obviously going to have to be smaller than an MRI machine because you can't just send Mm -hmm. that into space with people. That's too much. So having these smaller, finer, better technologies can help here on Earth too where people don't have access to these hospitals. They don't have access to this equipment, but they could have access to this smaller, better refined technology. And the
0: right 3D printers, Mm -hmm. right? Because I mean, that's
1: that is gonna be big 3d printed food they're making 3d printed Mm -hmm. organs yeah i
0: couldn't believe that 3d printed beef i don't eat beef well you know that but um just seeing that and like how it came out i was like jesus christ it looks like a like a hot dog but miniature and then at the end it looks like a like an ice cream cake but made of meat it's so weird, like those half those half round ice cream, those yeah. wall cakes. <laughs> yeah, it did
1: look really weird, but I'm guessing if you've been in space for six months and <laughs> eating food out of a bag and then you get to set up this printer with food that looks mostly like it does here, yeah. maybe it's appetizing.
0: Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. And like, you know, for on the food topic, I mean, that's going to change drastically here. Mm-hmm. Um so, I mean, I think that'll be.
1: Well, food's able already to changed out there. drastically yeah. here. The beyond meat is taking yep. on a, a huge thing, and that'll probably be big in space where we can get the same protein that we get from animals that we clearly cannot also send up
0: mm-hmm. for the
1: time being.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to build an ark, Load probably. up two of every animal? Yeah. And... I mean,
1: eventually, yeah, but. I'm going to guess it's not going to happen in the first year.
0: <laughs> no, no. All right, let's load up all our goods. <laughs> first rocket <it> out. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's going to have to be some good establishment there before that happens. But I definitely do see that happening. Mm-hmm. I could. I mean, I don't think it's going to be two of every animal. I think it's going to be two of every animal that we can use there mm, for specific purposes. Workhorse. Yeah.
0: That's an interesting theory
1: and i'm guessing chickens are going to be pretty big because they're small and they're easily producible yeah and reproduce you get eggs and chickens from them so boom boom breakfast (laughs) and (laughs) sun.
0: nice (laughs) that's great yeah i really like where things are going for for space in this final frontier Mm -hmm. it's uh it's exciting you know especially when oh man like, a lot of like if you watch star trek like our listeners if you if you guys watch star trek i mean just take a look at some of the gadgetry that goes on mm-hmm. in in the show and you start to see that holy shit like a lot of this stuff like unknowingly we're taking it for granted every day we already have it mm-hmm. you know and that was science fiction shit not that long ago
1: yeah they're little palm <laughs> things those are
0: yeah. like flip phones. Like we literally have that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the the Alexa thing. I go back to that. Mm-hmm. You know? Shit. It's interesting times. Very exciting. And I know we we usually always talk about um, you know, like housing or or uh kind of what the hot topic is at the moment. But I mean I like the space one because <sighs> That's always been a thing in my life anyways. I've always yeah. grown up with this idea of like going to space, you know, and well, just not that long ago I got the opportunity to jump out of a plane. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. Usually I land in them, but this time I left it. <laughs> I left it in the air. I said goodbye. <laughs> no, that was that was fun. But all I could think about even during the jump, all I could think about, it, I kept looking up. I was like, I want to get, I want to get higher. I want to go up higher. I want to see more. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I feel like this is probably the greatest um, pilgrimage. Or, <laughs> I, I don't know how to say that right. This is this is probably the greatest movement. The world is ever done, and I hope to God we come together and do it together because that's the only way.
1: Oh yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be a space tourist. I will for sure.
0: Well, I think you, I think you might have a bigger play in that with with the way we to always talk about space. You know, even our kids—they do too. And then with law school for you and me building. You want to do something in space with law. I know that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll fucking build anywhere. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm creating something. That's yeah. awesome. So, I mean, I, I feel like you're going you're gonna to play a little part in there. This is all the frontier. It's mm-hmm. all the frontier. So, anybody getting in now or like Bezos in September 8th. I think it was September 8th of uh, the year 2000. Fucking right. And it it's September 11th. Mm. I remember reading that. I was like, that's a weird, because September 11th, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, right? So, and that was, that was 30, no, oh, sorry, that was 22 years ago. time, okay. Right? It's taking them this far. This man's already done the footwork. NASA's yeah. already done the footwork. SpaceX <laughs> has already done the footwork. Uh, Blue Origin, I guess, not that, but yeah. That's um, Bezos. Yeah, yeah, Bezos. And uh, Virgin Galactic. Yeah. That's actually an interesting one. I like the design for that. Because uh, instead of using, like, rocket fuel and shit, I'm pretty sure you just use jet fuel. Right? You know? Yeah, I
1: don't think his go is high.
0: No, no, no. I guess, no, it does use rocket fuel. I don't know if it needs as much. Uh, there's no fucking way. Because it's, it's on a plane, and then it takes off yeah. from the plane. And very cool.
1: And they're all different kind of different
0: ideas. Mm -hmm. But everyone, these people have done the hard work. They've inspired how many people. They're actually putting their money to work to get there. Now we just, I think, everyone just synergies up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know rambling now it's late
1: (laughs) (laughs) well this has been a pretty long one but it's a passionate topic for us so we'll probably have to do this again when uh paul can join us and get his thoughts because i know that he's also pretty interested in space so Mm -hmm. having that third dynamic obviously uh we talked a lot about the pros and touched a little on the cons but we're excited about this we like new and exciting things, mm. but if you guys have anything to add, if you think there's a negative, or you just want to pile on some more positive, leave a comment.
0: Like, subscribe, do wow.
1: <laughs> Do whatever you do. Yeah,
0: follow us, too. Share Always. it with a friend, if yeah. they
1: like space.
0: Oh, and yes, please, share it with a friend in another country if you can. Bonus, though, I've seen on, uh, on uh, Spotify here, that if you look through the settings, you know, it says how many listeners you have on each planet. So far, it's just Earth for us. Mm. Bizarre. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you know any uh, anybody on a n- different planet, too, feel free to tell them to check it out when yeah. opportunity knocks. <laughs> we want some moon listens. <laughs> yes. A Triple H production. I'm Andrew Hunter.
1: I'm Angela Hunter.
0: This has been When Opportunity Knocks. Woo!